The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. This is how the birth of Jesus came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, so today we find ourselves in the fourth week of Advent and the busyness of our lives is probably at a height right now. Yesterday I had the privilege of going to the University of Nebraska graduation and seeing a very dear friend who's worked very hard get his diploma and then I went downtown and tried to knock out the rest of my Christmas shopping and then Father Johnson needed me to cover confessions and then something else happened. And that's probably how most of our days are right now. I was cranking out the rest of my Christmas shopping on Amazon, but I have to have all the presents delivered to where I'm going because I'm lazy and I didn't do it ahead of time. And in the midst of the busyness of our lives, especially in these last days, we can fall into a temptation to be distracted from what we're really preparing for. In preparing for the remembering of this moment in which God came into the world and became man, in which the God who has lived from all eternity comes into the world to live among us so that we can live with him. That the eternal God was born as a child in order to save us from our sins. 
And it's an amazing thing. It's something that should make us stop and pause and reflect and, and just sit in wonder at how much the Lord loves us. And sitting in wonder about how much the Lord loves us is sometimes a scary thing and sometimes it's unsettling to think about how much our Lord loves us. Now, I was talking to a friend the other day and I gently pointed out that he's emotionally anorexic. So, like, emotionally anorexic means, like, uh... Like, when I start to feel emotions, I'm like, ugh, too many emotions, I need to get rid of these. Like, especially when I feel like people care about me, or people love me, or, you know, they're nice to me, or, like, they give me an unexpected gift, or they give me a lot of affirmation, I'm like, ugh, stop, affir- stop affirming me. Like, I don't deserve this yet. And it oftentimes is paired with perfectionism, and, and when we're perfectionists, we think that we have to get our lives together and everything has to be in order in order to receive something good. And it's a common thing that we can hold in our hearts. You know, sometimes in my early years as a seminarian and a priest, I would delay making an appointment with my spiritual director because I hadn't done what he asked me to do last time. Like, uh, I still haven't like, done that one thing he asked me to do, so I'm not going to go in and make an appointment, because if I make an appointment, then I'll have to have shame. And when we do that, we miss out on the fact that, oh, this person actually loves me anyways. Like, he loves me as I am. And that dynamic is not foreign even to the scriptures in the life of St. Joseph that we read about today, he discovers that Mary is found with child through the Holy Spirit. And, and there can be different interpretations of that. Some people would interpret it as like, well, she's pregnant by another man, so I'm getting away from her. But, but I think that maybe the more true interpretation is that he recognizes that the Lord is doing something with this woman that is beyond his imagination. And, the, and God has been present with her. Therefore, I'm just going to remove myself from the situation because, like, I can't go near something so good. And certainly, I'm not supposed to have a part in what's so good. And there can be a resistance to the gift that our Lord wants to give. And so the angel appears to him in a dream and says, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, and I have something for you to do as well. You are to name him Jesus. You are to give him his identity. You are to be his father. And there can, must have been this sense of great awe and wonder for St. Joseph as he recognizes what the Lord is doing for the world, but also what our Lord is doing for him and giving him this privileged place. 
of naming the Savior, of being his father. of seeing the living God come into the world as a child. And so too for us, we can have a resistance to love or a resistance to recognizing what our Lord is doing for us right here, right now in our own lives. And how everything that we've been meditating on in the scriptures in these last weeks of Advent have very much been for us. That our Lord wishes to prepare a place in our own hearts. That our Lord wants to enter into our own lives. That our Lord wants to, in a very tangible and real way, free us from our own sinfulness. That each of us are called to experience the fact that even though I'm not ready and even though I'm not perfect and even though I haven't done everything I was supposed to do in order to be ready for this day, our Lord still wants to enter in and make his home with us. And if we slow down enough to really meditate on what that means, It's then that he starts to transform our hearts and we begin to experience this this thing called joy that comes only from belonging to the Lord. The joy that we sing about in the Christmas season is meant to be very real in our own hearts and our own lives each day. And so as we enter into these final days of preparation and final days of busyness and preparing and preparing our homes to receive our guests and maybe preparing to make journeys to go and be the guests of others, let us pray that we have the grace to slow down and to really meditate on the fact that the living God has made his dwelling in our homes, that he desires to make his dwelling in our hearts, that he truly has become like us so that we can become like him and experience that grace, that love, that mercy, the joy that entered into the world 2,000 years ago and continues to enter into the world in the midst of our ordinary everyday lives.